Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, welcome to the fourth day of November 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. Told you, Big J, you wouldn't have to worry about anything after the election day was over with. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all done and complete. I mean, it's great. If you do remember, on this very show, I warned you that yesterday was just going to be the start of things. And that appears to be the case. Uh, we ain't going to slow down anytime soon. So get ready to hop on. And then it, even when things are tallied in the next couple of days, you're, I'm not even factoring in the lawsuits and the litigation that's going to be attached to it. So strap in, everybody. I'm guessing we're not figuring this thing out until the middle of next month. Woo! Hopefully. Hopefully it gets figured out. <laughs> it may not get figured out ever. And we just descend into pure chaos, Big J, as if we're not there already. Right. Pure, unadulterated chaos. I swear this is the good place. Or is it the bad place? Well, maybe you should finish the series. I did finish the oh. series. Uh, and so, we welcome you to uh, pretty much the same world that was yesterday. Anger, sadness, craziness. Uh, but the good news is, on this show, at least for four hours, we try to ignore all that. And pretend everything's okay while wiping away the tears and searing inside the rage, Big J. That's right. And as part of that show, we have ourselves a film review from Big J. He will be telling us about a movie yeah. that he decided to watch. Sorry, it's going to continue to be a real downer. Called Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what about the uh, the description made you think this I, movie was going to be a pick-me-up. I, I don't know either. I really... <laughs> I mean, it was about a woman who uh, realizes that uh, she moves into a house that is still haunted by her uh, husband's ex-wife. And so... I was thinking it'd be a little more faster paced you know there'll be some haunting really going on well i can't speak to that movie i haven't seen it uh, i do know that the first rebecca although praised for its appearances or its performances i should say uh even won an oscar it certainly is a slow burn but all movies were a slow burn back then you would think they would update that with the times but we'll wait for a full review from big j uh that's coming up before we hit seven o'clock today another chance to qualify for win santa sack a couple of things inside there this week including a uh, Echo Dot smart speaker and an Amazon Fire Stick for your television. And so the technology world gets updated for you if you win Santa Sack this week. And we also play music, music like Green Day. Let's kick off the morning show with some basket case here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Today on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, uh, despite yesterday being Election Day and a lot of people having to do some things in person, it seems weirdly ironic that yesterday we set a record for the most cases of coronavirus reported in Idaho uh, on a day that a lot of people were out and about doing their civic duty. Uh, the numbers for the coronavirus rolled in and they were not good as Idaho adds over 1,100 new cases yesterday. Jeez. That's the highest number since the beginning of the pandemic. 812 confirmed, 353 probable. A total of 1,165 new cases. Ada County, 233 on its own Tuesday. Twin Falls, 95, followed by Canyon County, 68. We're up to over 67,000 now confirmed and probable cases in the Gem State. 11 new deaths reported as well. 
An estimated 30,844 recoveries have been made as well since the pandemic began. But again, hospital numbers are at an all-time high. ICU numbers, again, uh, remain at an all-time high. So uh, we're not out of the woods yet, man. We're right in the thick of it. In fact, it's never been worse in case you're curious. Never. So this continues to be a thing on top of everything else. It's a thing. Saturday's football game between Wisconsin and Purdue has been canceled because of the coronavirus outbreak in the Badgers program. The school has 27 cases among its athletes and staffers since October 24th, including their head coach, Paul Christ. They've got three of their quarterbacks also down with the coronavirus. This is the second straight game Wisconsin has had to cancel because of the outbreak. They also canceled their game last week against Nebraska. And if they cost the batters one more game, that's pretty much it. They have to play at least six to get qualified for the Big Ten Championship. And now they just have five games left on their schedule. So we'll see if that ends up happening or not. But right now, the numbers continue to go up for the batters program, so it's not not great. But if anything has been taught to me in this time, it's somehow they'll be able to force it through and make sure there's football played because, God forbid, their season doesn't count. Speaking of COVID, Andy Dalton's got it as well. He went from concussed to COVID. Cowboys replaced him on the reserved COVID list. We'll miss the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday no matter what. And it has been announced that the Cowboys are moving on from Ben DiNucci, Big J. He got one start, and then that's it. Cooper Rush may get the start, or some other dude you've never heard of could be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. But it won't be Ben DiNucci. They weren't happy with his progress and his performance. Hi, I'm Ben DiNucci. One and done for him. You heard some Green Day already this morning, and a Green Day's alleged side project, the network, has released a new song called We Told You So. Of course, uh, Green Day members Billy Joe Armstrong have denied being associated with the band The Network, which is just a blatant lie. In addition to the new song, the network is getting released, uh, getting ready to release their second album, the follow-up to Money Money, which came out in 2003, which already has been attributed to Green Day, and we know that it's Green Day, but they're still denying that Green Day is involved. Uh, the new album will be called Tw- Money Money 2020 Part 2, and we told you so is the lead release. So if you're a Green Day fan, you might like the network, and you've got new music to look forward to. And it is Green Day, but Green Day is not admitting that it's Green Day. So there's that. Here's traffic. Green Day does this a lot. They have a ton of side projects. Remember the Foxborough Hot Tubs? That yeah. Also was Green Day that they deny was Green Day. Uh, they've released like four albums as other bands, not Green Day. But yet it's Green Day, and it all sounds like Green Day, weirdly enough. Some non-point for your Send Nude song of the day that is Chaos and Earthquakes here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It was right around this time yesterday that Big J decided, for whatever reason, he wanted to watch the Netflix original movie called Rebecca, the remake of the Alfred Hitchcock classic film that Big J did not see uh, nor heard anything about. And so now it's time to see how the update is. Big J, your thoughts on Rebecca, please. Uh, yeah. So, you know, this movie stars Army Hammer. So that's cool because I like Army. You love him. I do. Uh, Kristen Scott Thomas is in here and you've got a young lady named Lily James. And uh, really the story follows uh, Army Hammer's character, uh, Maxim DeWinter, who, you know, he uh, he's a widower, Nick. Sad, sure. sad. And uh, Lily James is a uh, a young woman who uh, kind of comes into the picture and, and he, he falls for her. And then so you've got this 
Remind me, how long after he's a widower does she come into the picture? Uh, well, about a year or okay. so. Okay. Uh, at least in the movie. And uh, not sure on the book. You had to read this book in school? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I was remembering back. It was it was my senior year, and I took I took a class. It was a literature class. It was probably. called it was called horror, mystery, and suspense. Ah, that and makes so sense. And so it was a bunch of different books, and th- and it basically ended up being a semester of me reading a bunch of horror, mystery, and suspense books, followed up by the movie that the book was based on, and that was my that was my class. And so this was one of them that we read that. Yeah, and and because there's there's a you know a very um, uh, you know a novel and another movie. I mean, there's not going to be a lot of spoilers here. On, on what happens, and, and so I, I, I won't, uh, I won't spare people that. I'll just go ahead and, and talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but you had no idea what it was until yesterday. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, I mean, this. Listen, this is a boring ass movie, and uh, I, I had very little any interest to, in watching it. It was not an easy. It's two hours long, um, and and basically. You've got uh, Lily James's character. She becomes the new Mrs. De Winter, uh, and uh, Kristen Scott Thomas's uh, character, uh, Mrs. Davners, <clears throat> takes care of their ma- of their mansion, Mandley, and uh, that is uh, she was attached to the former Mrs. Uh, De Winter who uh, passed away, and so uh, you've got a lot of, of things uh, in in I guess. That's where the mystery and some of the intrigue comes in and questions start to arise about what happened to her. How did she die? Yeah, how did she die? And weird stuff happening in the mansion, those sort of things, uh, and, and to try to make some intrigue. And there's a masquerade ball, Nick, that's a big deal. And It's a real big Scooby-Doo type situation. It is. It, 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 uh, it does. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's not that interesting to me. You weren't into so. the mystery? You weren't into the suspense? No, no. Did you it, figure it out early on? Uh, no, not really. Okay. No, but I wasn't, you know, I'll be honest, I wasn't 100% paying attention. <laughs> what were you doing instead? Uh, I was playing Rising Storm 2. <laughs> on what? On the, the computer. <laughs> and the movie was playing in another room. I ended up, no, I, I mean, they were, they were right there next to each other. But. <laughs> so, listen, if you like long form, kind of drawn out uh, movies, I mean, this isn't scary. Uh, so you can put that to sleep. You don't have to worry about that. It's not a, you know, a horror movie. Uh, it's just a little bit of thriller, and that's about it. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, because you have no uh, understanding of the, the source material, I was wondering how it was in comparison. But uh, the, the first movie, again, is a slow burn, but it's actually a, a fairly good movie. This one I have heard, although I haven't seen, is not a very good um Recreation of the of the first one, nor of the novel, but uh, it certainly is not Big J approved that he was playing a video no. game during it. So no. uh, he says, "Skip Rebecca on Netflix. You don't have to watch." It. Some beautiful important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by the old Idaho Lottery. You win it to win it. The Idaho Lottery's one million dollar raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks and is on sale now. Play before November third for a chance to win one thousand dollars. In daily prizes. Well, Big J, uh, if you went and voted in the state of Idaho yesterday, and uh, dear Lord Jeebus, I certainly hope you did, uh, you may have noticed that our ballot wasn't too insane. There was a lot of, you know, usual Senate races and presidential races and some judges that were up there, some sheriffs as well. Uh, But not a whole lot of additions to the Constitution or changes or propositions, if you will. 
Uh, one that kind of talked about the amount of legislative districts in the state, which looks like it's going to pass. They're going to keep it at 35 is basically what they said. And it looks like that's going to pass. But nothing like some other states uh, where they had recreational marijuana on the ballot. Uh, looks like that passed in Arizona and New Jersey, at least. There were four states that had it on the uh, ballot total. Uh, and then there's Oregon, Big Jim. Oregon. And Oregon it, it may be the first state to actually decriminalize hard drugs. Uh, and uh, the ballot on Oregon's agenda is deciding whether people caught with small amounts of heroin, cocaine, LSD, and other hard drugs would not face arrest or possible jail time. Rather, they would have to pay fines or opt for treatment, which would be funded by the sale of marijuana in the state. And so, uh, obviously, there's a limit to how much you can carry on you before it being an issue, much like marijuana. But it is a situation where they're talking about it, and it looks like it may actually pass there in Oregon. So, it's crazy. Get ready. Get ready. Junkie City. <laughs> oh, it's got to be a small amount. If it's a ton and there's a bunch, then forget about it. You're still in trouble. Hey, uh, Antonio Brown going to suit up this weekend for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Bruce Arians saying he'll have a role in Sunday's game against the New Orleans Saints. The Buccaneers signed Brown last week to a one-year deal. He ended an eight-game suspension for multiple violations of the NFL's personal conduct policy. So chance number 17 for Antonio Brown, Big J. Do you think he'll make an impact? Uh, it didn't take him long to make an impact when he was uh, briefly at the Patriots. Yeah, one game, one touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I think he, he'd probably get in there. Apparently, he's in tremendous shape. Well, what else has he had to do, right? <laughs> yeah, get exactly. in shape. Andy Dalton is on the COVID-19 list for the Cowboys. He will not be the starter on Sunday against the Steelers. Neither will Ben DiNucci. Looks like they're going the Cooper Rush or uh, some other dude. Let's get Kevin right. Moore. I mean, suit him up. Get him out of retirement put him back in there. Chuck it around. Have a couple of left-handed he quarterbacks. He can just call the plays <laughs> while he's on the field. That's right. Nobody knows the offense better. Become That's, the legend. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, Jeremy Irons, who is an Oscar winner, starred recently in HBO's version of Watchmen, has signed on to star in Netflix show called Munich. It is an adaptation of the Robert Harris bestseller of the same name. The thriller is set in the fall of 1938 as Europe prepares for World War II. And Irons is going to play British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain, who is seeking a peaceful solution with the help of the British civil servants named Hugh Leggett and a German diplomat as well. Munich is shooting now with a goal of a 2021 release. Are you into World War I dramas, Big J? No. What about World War II dramas? Sure. Well, that's what this is, a World War II drama, so I guess you're all in, right? I'm all in. No, uh, no I'm not all in. How come? I don't know. just sounds like a... Something, uh, a peaceful, uh, trans, a peaceful, uh, try uh, an attempt to make a, a, uh, a peaceful thing out of World War II just doesn't seem to be that exciting. Well, it, it's based on a real life, sure. and you know it doesn't work out, right? Yeah, that's so another part of the problem. You're gonna see some action, I imagine, in the show, but uh, we'll wait to see a trailer. Uh, who knows? Uh, you, you seem to be into any of these kind of things, so we'll see. Are you not a Jeremy Irons fan? No, I hate him. Because he's British, right? Yep. Morning After with Nick and Big J. <laughs> I don't hate him. There's your important stuff. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Back over to jolly old England for today's We're Going to Hell story. For a very unjolly story. 
involving somebody that basically was just doing his job and uh, kind of doing something that isn't totally normal, and now his life will never be the same. Uh-oh. So it's a it's kind of a reminder to, to be careful and to always keep your head on a swivel. Because Brian Hutchinson is a cab driver, right? And has been a cab driver for the last 15 years there in England. He's 42 years old. And he was driving a cab during the pandemic about a month ago. And, you know, just like anybody else that's out there doing his job, you're advised to make sure you are keeping things sanitary. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, Be it washing your hands as much as you possibly can for 20 seconds or more under hot or warm water, or at least having hand sanitizer readily available. And you may have noticed that's a thing around the United States as well. Hand sanitizer is everywhere. Hand sanny. And so he had uh, just dropped off a customer in his cab and just was like, all right, time to cleanse myself so he just rubbed some hand sanitizer on himself and uh he has a habit of turning around after he's done dropping off a customer just to make sure they didn't leave anything behind you know what i mean trying to be a good cab right. driver and okay make sure the the cab is empty before i go off to find another you fare. could have used that kind of treatment years ago when i lost my phone yes in a vegas cab which disappeared into the night never to be seen again uh and so he did that and noticed that somebody had left a lighter behind and so he was like, all right, I'm going to grab it and make sure it still works and then make, see if it belonged to the guy that just left my cab. Oh, no. And he tries to spark up the lighter. And uh, you may be aware of this, Big J. Hand sanitizer contains what? Benzene. Alcohol. And so uh, the particular uh, hand sanitizer he was using, he knew his hands were still wet. He wiped his palm on his jeans, but the top of his hand were still wet with hand sanitizer. So when he sparked up this lighter, guess what happens, Big J? Uh, it lit him on fire. Yeah, his damn hands start on fire. Uh, which he then tried to wipe off on his jeans, which don't oh, forget no. also oh, had no. the hand sanitizer on him. So his jeans go up. Shouldn't then be laughing. his clothes start to set on fire, and he tries to you know shake his hands out, and his damn head and hair sets on fire. So he's basically a human fireball. He said it just lasted for a couple of seconds, but his life will forever be changed. Because, now Big J, pretty significant burns throughout his entire body. Ouch. He said first it was the back of his hand, then he went to open the door to throw out the lighter, his other hand caught on fire, then there was a fireball inside the car that hit the face, went over my head, my jeans were on fire, everything. He said it lasted literally seconds, but has changed him for a lifetime. The essential worker told the North News reporters that he had gone into shock before the paramedics arrived. They had to administer morphine to him immediately because he was in so much pain. Seven weeks it's taken to recover him in the hospital. And doctors say he's going to need compression garments probably for the rest of his life. Oh, man. Right now, of course, as he's healing, he's unable to work. So a GoFundMe page has been set up to help his family and two young children stay on their feet during this whole thing. But he says he's, quote, lucky he doesn't look like bloody Freddy Krueger, but still has some pretty significant burns on a good portion of his body, all because of hand sanitizer, dude. So be careful. Apparently, this is not the first time this has happened. And England uh, did a big, like, PSA campaign about making sure you're using the right kind of sanitizer. We had that here for a while, remember? You wanted to make sure if you were making your own, you made you, you balanced it correctly? Yeah. And apparently some of these hand sanitizers were heavy in alcohol, which made them incredibly flammable. And so they wanted you to be careful. Right. And, you know, this is one of those things where Brian thinks he might have had one of those. He wasn't really sure. But obviously he's paying the price now. And it's crazy to think that only something that lasts a couple seconds can do that much damage. Right? Fire bad. Frankenstein said it best. Yeah.
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Rage Against the Machine, Gorilla Radio here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. What a perfect band to be coming out of considering what we're about to talk about. Agree or disagree, Big J? I don't know what we're about to talk about. We are pretty, mm, I would say, technology forward here on the Morning After. Agree or disagree? Well, yeah, we try. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we have been among the early adapters in some things like social media on this show. Our our YouTube page, like for the radio station, was way ahead of anybody else's. We just never found a way to. I mean, we were using uh, that to to do all of our interviews out at um, uh, Rock and the Range. Hell, dude, we started streaming probably before anybody else. Remember, we would live stream uh, yeah. our, our interviews out at Rock and the Range. It was crazy. It was. Uh, we, well, we remember when we did the whole back. Backstage at Rock on the Range stuff. Yeah. Before people even knew what Twitch was, we were out there doing that kind of stuff. You uh, should probably be taking financial credit for that somehow. Uh, well, we can. Uh, whether or not we get paid for it is another right. uh, issue altogether. But also, uh, we, we are cautious about technology as well, because I do believe that we have been uh, fairly forward in our uh, making sure that we proclaim that uh, the eventual robot uprising is coming as well. Oh, yeah, that damn, those robots. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of things that put me off. Uh, ranch dressing is one of those things. The other thing that really puts me off is when people mess around with their eyeballs. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't like I don't like. I don't like watching somebody uh, put in or take out contact lenses. It feels like it hurts to me. It looks like it hurts. And uh, lucky enough, I don't have to worry about that with my eyesight. Uh, as of right now, I mean, I'm getting older. That's going to be an eventuality. But, uh, you know, anytime anybody touches their eyeball, it just freaks me out. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. And so uh, when I say that you combine uh, the thing with eyeballs and then technology with robots, I feel like we're headed towards a bad situation. You understand what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no. And there is a gentleman in Miami named Craig Hershoff who uh, has to wear special contact lenses called Secro lenses and says that he has invented uh, what he calls his voice-activated robot to help patients with uh, dexterity issues or issues with complicated uh, uh, contact lenses to have a robot that will insert and remove contact lenses without any assistance from a person's eyeball. No... He says that he's tried it on himself. He also uses the device on elderly people. He's elderly too, and it really does help. Everybody's liked it. They appreciate how well it works and how gentle it is. Uh, the robot apparently uses suction cups designed to create the ideal amount of suction to insert and remove the lenses easily from your eyeball. Uh, it's called the Claria Lens Robot. It's currently undergoing clinical trials in Boston. He said he might have U.S. Food and Drug Administration approval to market the device as early as next year if the trials prove successful. But I've watched the video on it, Big J, and it freaks me the hell out. Uh, because, listen, again, it's a matter of time before these robots rise up. And what better way to start than with ones that are really close to your eyeballs? You understand? Uh, yeah. And they rip these damn things out of your head, and then you can't fight what you can't see, Big J. You see? Right. And then it's just an accident. Like, <laughs> oh, no, we write it off as an accident. And, you know, the next thing you know, there's another one and another one. And that's when it starts to turn into more than just accidents. It's an uprising. It also, in the video, looks like it hurts. I mean, like, it, it just, I mean, the, the suction and the way that it, it, it launches the contact lens into the eyeball, it all looks very uncomfortable. And I've never had to wear contact lenses, so I can't tell you. Are they? Uh, have you? Have you ever dealt with that? No. Okay. I know you have glasses. I just didn't know if you've ever gone the contact route. 
Uh, and and I so I don't I mean I imagine you get used to them, but it, I, I know that removing them and putting them in can't be a comfortable process. No, and it's probably a pain in the ass. Yes. Uh, so having somebody else to do that for you, I can understand the uh, attraction to it, but just know that when it's a robot, it's only a matter of time before these things turn on us and then it all goes sideways real quick. And it's near a pretty vital organ for you. But you so. know, as long as it looks like uh, the robot from uh, Rocky IV, it does not look like the robot okay. from Rocky IV. It looks like uh, the if the robot from Rocky IV had suction cup fingers, that would be this particular robot. Great. So uh, there's some nightmare fuel for you. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, Big J, the coronavirus. Yeah. At the beginning of this whole outbreak, uh, many had hoped that warmer weather that came in the summer would reduce the spread of the virus. Uh, unfortunately, if you've paid attention to those numbers, research has proven that that's not the case. And the University of Texas put together a study and investigated the role of weather on COVID-19 and concluded that temperature, humidity, etc., have almost zero to do with the spread of the virus. Warm weather doesn't kill it. Cold weather doesn't make it grow a little bit more. It's a virus that is one of those things that's not exactly susceptible to the weather. So what is the concerns? Why was there a little bit less in the summer and a little bit more in the winter or whatever the case or in the, the fall? And the answer is the mobility of people. You understand, Big Jay? Yeah. When you are not around people as much on the outside, outdoors, and you do the social distancing, the spread would be low. Or you're around people that have also tested negative, you're going to be okay. But as things start to be cold and you start to do more indoor activities or you're around other people and aren't practicing social distancing, those are the things that put you in risk. Not so much the warm weather and the cold weather and things like that. It's not your regular flu virus which of course has the weather does play a part in that kind of stuff it's different it's not the same it's a different virus altogether it's different yeah it's a little yellow different saturday's game between wisconsin and purdue has been canceled because of the outbreak in the wisconsin football program schools up to 27 cases basically the entire quarterback room has got coronavirus the head coach has coronavirus and so for the second straight week Wisconsin is canceling their game. They did so last week against Nebraska as well. Which means uh, the Badgers have to play all their games in order to even qualify for the Big Ten Championship game. So we'll see what happens as the outbreak continues to get worse as time goes on with the Badgers. So who knows how that's going to play out. Things aren't good for Andy Dalton. First he's concussed, now he's got COVID. He was placed on the COVID list yesterday. He will miss the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. Not that anybody expected him to be back. But don't expect Ben DiNucci on the field unless somebody else gets hurt for the Cowboys because they have decided to move on as he is the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. They're going with a couple other backups, including Cooper Rush. You may remember him because he was competing for time with Kellen Moore back in the day. Yep. Uh, And he is possibly going to be the starting quarterback on Sunday when the Steelers just roll the Cowboys. That's how this has to happen, right? You would think, yeah. Let's the Steelers play down to a terrible team. Steelers are 14-point favorites. It's the first time since, like, before they had Troy Aikman that the Cowboys have been 14-point underdogs at home. That's how bad the uh, betters think the Cowboys are. Antonio Brown going to take the field for Tampa Bay this weekend. He was signed last week by the Buccaneers. We'll see how he does. Big J, you may love a song, but nobody loves a song as much as Zack Snyder loves Hallelujah. 
Uh, Leonard Cohen's version of that song has been featured in almost every movie he's ever done, and it was also featured prominently in the new Justice League uh, Zack Zack Snyder cut trailer that he put together, but they've had to pull that particular trailer because apparently Zack Snyder didn't have the rights to that song. You'd think he permanently has rights to that song. Yeah, like, I do whatever I want with that song. (laughs) But apparently he did not, so they had to yank it from YouTube. Uh, The trailer, of course, is for... The, uh, the movie or the series, I guess, depending on how they're going to put it together, that uh, debuted at Fandom earlier this summer. Uh, why it took so long to be pulled down is crazy. Uh, it'll likely go back on YouTube once whoever needed to pay the bill pays the bill. But uh, maybe it was one of those things where they were only okay to use it for like six months and then that, you know, license ran out or whatever yeah. the case may be. Knows? Uh, either way, it was yanked down. It will be back up and this, uh, the Snyder Cut is still happening fret not about that it's just one of those weird you know music right situations we've had those before haven't we big j yep uh, on the old youtube some of them uh reasonable others uh, most of them actually not <laughs> at all morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff on the morning after with nick and big j let's get somebody qualified for santa's sack we've got an uh, amazon echo and fire stick to hook somebody up with at the end of this week, and then uh, to get you qualified, we've got Papa Murphy's Boise Meal Deal Certificate. It includes a family-sized pepperoni pizza, cookie dough for some dessert, classic cheesy bread, and a two-liter soft drink. That's all coming your way, guaranteed, plus you're qualified possibly for Santa's sack. And don't forget, once you're in for this week, you're in for the entire run. So there for is life. a prize, well, until the end of the sack anyway. But you have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim that. How about you get on the phone, 208-287-1003. That's our phone number. And we'll start with a sports question, which always tends to be the Achilles heel in the Treasure Valley. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Mike. Mike, uh, I need to know which Williams sister has won more Grand Slam titles in the world of tennis. Venus. Venus. Wrong. That's incorrect, although you did get a Williams sister correct. <laughs> it is the wrong Bonus one. Bonus points. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. We need to know which Venus, which Williams sister has won more Grand Slam titles. Uh, Serena. Serena is correct. Right. Well done. What's your name? Lucas. Lucas, you're taking on Big J. Big J, I need the first and last name of the two main characters in Wayne's World. You need their last name? Yeah, yeah. the first names are easy. And Cakewalk. Oh, man. Uh, Garth Brooks <laughs> and Wayne Esconza. Wrong. You didn't even get the Wayne one right. I thought you'd get the Wayne one right. I I mean, there's like a hazy remembrance there, but it's not worth it. Uh, do you happen to know, Lucas? You win either way. Uh, no idea. Uh, Wayne Campbell. Right. Wayne Campbell, and then Garth Algar. Right. Ah, Garth. I should have had Garth. Uh, congratulations, Lucas. You're qualified for Santa's sake. Great question, man. You got some Papa Murphy's coming your way, too. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're set and good to go. And we will do some headlines. They're happening next on the X-Rocks. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Check out the website, GoTeamMazda.com. It's everything you need for your next new or used car adventure. It's all right there, man. Fresh start credit button, payment calculator, the updated inventory. 
Sweet 16, it's all there at GoTeamMazda.com, so check it out for your next new or used car. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Oh, gross. That's a lot of money and not a good look. Oh, gross. Firefighters recently responded to a call reporting that a horse had fallen into a septic tank and nearly submerged in the sewage. Firefighters had to use a fire hose fashioned into a harness to pull the horse out, but thankfully, the horse had no serious injuries and the firefighters were able to complete the task, so A-plus on the rescue. Uh, I'll wait. You'd name me a worse place to be stuck in than up to your neck in sewage. Um... Yeah, no, no, that's pretty bad. Right. I mean, I, I can't imagine a fate worse than falling into a septic tank and then being stuck there. And having to, like, tread water or whatever. You, tread sewage, I guess, is what it would be. Jesus. In order to keep your face <laughs> That's a terrible, terrible thing. And I'm glad that horse is okay. That's a lot of money or not a good look. Not a good look. Wisconsin State Patrol had little advice for a guy who transported a snowmobile by strapping it onto the roof of his Toyota Corolla. A bad idea. The trooper that pulled him over on Highway 63 in northeastern Wisconsin on Sunday afternoon after seeing the snowmobile perched sideways on top of the sedan, the Department of Transportation tweeted the photo of the car and the 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 Polaris on top of it on Monday with a message, Folks, don't try this at home. The 23-year-old driver was issued a warning about hauling technique and cited for failing to buckle up as well. The driver is Matt Schmidt, and he told the trooper that he had just bought the snowmobile, and he was driving it over to a friend's house to show him. He said, I know it looks sketchy, but we had it strapped down and shook it, he said. Up in this kind of region, stuff like this gets seen all the time. But more on the back roads. Schmidt told the trooper that his vehicle had Minnesota license plates because he had purchased the car in Twin Cities last spring and hadn't gotten around to transferring the title either, which is a fix-it ticket. How did he get the snowmobile, I guess, on top of the car is the real question. Yeah, I don't know. It's And then, and then it's like, man, I don't know. You'd think it might dent the, the right. roof. And- I don't know. I mean, or at least scratch it up at the very least. Wrap it up with that's a lot of money. A gold coin commemorating the assassination of Julius Caesar that was minted just two years after the death of the Roman leader fetched a record-breaking high bid of $3.5 million at an auction. It bears the image of Marcus Julius Brutus, you know, the E2 Brutus guy. E2 Brutus. The guy that actually led uh, Caesar's assassination, as well as the image of two daggers and the words Ed Mar, which means the Ides of March, which, Big J, you should be aware of. You understand? Right. That's a reference. Do you remember what the uh, date of the Ides of March is? Uh, March 17th. You're close. March 15th. March 17th is St. Patrick's Day, which would be called I thought maybe they were the Beware same day. of St. Patrick's Day. Nearly 100 similar coins minted in silver are known to exist, but the one that was sold for $3.5 million uh, was one of the only ones that were minted in gold, so that's why it's worth so much money, obviously because it's been around so long, and the fact that it's gold makes it worth all that much. What you do with a coin you spend that much money on, I'm not sure. Glass case it. Do you display it? Do you put it on display? Sniff it. Smell it. Maybe you lick it. No, 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 no. no. Those are all terrible ideas with coins. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. So Deftones and Ohms here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. It's no secret we are spending our time drinking it up as of late. But who's drinking it up the most, Big J? That's a great question. And uh, Best Life, which is an online magazine, uh, did a pretty comprehensive research study. Uh, to determine a a, a drunk score for each state. And they use metrics from number of gallons of alcohol consumed, 
bars per capita. Okay. Number of craft brewers in the state. And okay. here's the big one. Number of DUIs per capita. Okay, sure. So that's pretty comprehensive. That is. It doesn't make uh, sense. Let's start off with number 10. Okay. Uh, or actually, let's start off with number 13. Coming in at number 13, Nick, is Idaho. Oh, no. That's not good, is it? Yeah, no, it's not good. Uh, 12 is Oregon. 11, Maine. Here we go with the top 10. Colorado, Nick. Okay. Number nine is Alaska. They're drinking hard in Alaska. <laughs> I mean, just because of the lack of population there to make up for that. Uh, number eight, Nevada. So that that's kind of interesting because of uh, the number of people they get in there. Uh, number seven is Vermont. Okay. Doing more than drinking maple syrup there. <laughs> number six is also impressive, Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming was up there with DUIs when when we did the safe driver thing, so that's not really surprising. Yeah, number of DUIs per capita is 563. It's a lot. Yeah. Number five, Nick, your home state of Wisconsin. I thought it'd be higher, if we're being perfectly honest. Yeah, just not enough DUIs. I bet you they've got the bars per capita nailed down. Uh, yeah, it doesn't give you the list of yeah. the number one there. Number I mean, it's four. bars and churches. You've been there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love it. Number four is New Hampshire. Okay. Number three, South Dakota. Oof. Number two, my home state of Montana. Congratulations. And number one, and it's interesting that all these states are right next to each other, is North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like all we do around this part of the country is just get hammered. And one of the deciding factors here has got to be DUI arrests per capita. 833 it's in a lot. North Dakota. It's a lot. It's a lot. People drinking and driving. Not a good thing. Uh, too many options out there for people to be doing that. So yeah. uh, none of these things should be worn as a badge of courage, although my home state has done that for years. Just take a guess at the least drunkest state in the union. <sighs> least drunkest state. Um, I'll say Rhode Island. No. No, Utah. Utah. Of course, Utah. I mean, they don't even have thinking? full beer. What was I thinking? Yeah, they have near beer there. Of course. That, that makes sense. Uh, so congratulations to our neighbors to the south, and we're unlucky number 13, Big J. So yeah. You can't make that go down. Morning after with Nikki Big J. We'll do some bad impressions. That's happening next in the X Rock. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And who wouldn't want a $25 gift card to a restaurant, Nick? I don't know. Uh, but uh, we're going to get to set up with the Papa Joe's gift card. $25 gets you there. And uh, they're located on Capitol Boulevard. You can enjoy some fine Italian food. The marinara is amazing, made fresh. Every day, and uh, the meatball sandwich is a go-to. Indeed. So if you want in on this, now would be the time to get on the phone and play a little game called Bad Impressions, 208-287-1003. Big J has three clues. Each one of those clues points to somebody pretty famous. Usually it's always the same person. But if you can figure out who that person is in those three clues or less, then you've got some food coming your way courtesy of us. That's how we like to roll. Hello, the X. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jeremy. All right, Jeremy. Good luck. I was so good at starring in rom-coms, I was making almost $15 million a movie. And next one. All right, all right, all right. Uh, next one? I think you should drive a Lincoln. Doesn't matter which one. And beef's what's for dinner. I couldn't tell you, bud. Nothing, Jeremy? Nothing bad. All right, man. Well, thank you for calling. All right, all right, all right. Hello, the X. Hello? You there? Hello? Yeah, man. Did you hear the the clues? Yes, sir. And the answer is? Hakeem McConaughey. 
Matthew McConaughey. You are correct, sir. Hey. Hang on one second. We'll get you that uh, gift certificate to uh, Papa Joe's and enjoy yourself some Italian food on us, either lunch or dinner. But why is Matthew McConaughey in the news? Uh, he is uh, having a birthday today, Nick. Happy birthday, Matthew McConaughey. 51. 51 years old. Just published his autobiography. Yeah. That you can read if you are uh, wanting to learn a little bit more about the life of Matthew McConaughey. And I imagine he's probably got some stuff coming out I wouldn't know. Right now, the only thing he's got is uh, something called uh, Sing 2, where he's the voice of Buster Moon. Is that, what's Sing 1? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Looks like he's, he's a gorilla. I'm not familiar. Uh, yeah, Sing. me either. Seth uh, MacFarlane was in a Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson. He's got a great cast. Star power. Just never heard of it, I guess. Right. Either way, I'm sure he'll be just fine. Hopefully um, the gentleman, too. Morning after. God, that'd be great. With Nick and Big J. You know, that movie's impossible to find unless you want to buy it. Like It's not streaming anywhere, which is well, crazy. You know what? Christmas is coming up, brother. I want to watch it. Well, yeah. But uh, I don't want to watch it on DVD. It's different. I wanted to like, like I wanted to watch it now. Either way, uh, by Christmas, I'll be over it. We will wrap up the show here next on The X Rocks. Avatar and Colossus wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this, the 4th day of November 2020, this Wednesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J did not recommend the Netflix movie Rebecca so much so that he actually played a video game during it. And I'm not sure he really soaked up any of the information from the movie. But oh, no, I got plenty of the information. Boring enough for him not to care enough about it. I was trying to stay asleep, uh, awake. And so uh, that is something that you can avoid. The other thing that you can avoid as well is lighting lighters while using very high alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Man. As that will lead to uh, burns all over a majority of your body, as we found out during We're Going to Hell Today. Yeah. And finally, Big J uh, did not remember the last names of the characters from Wayne's World, but maybe now he does. What were they again, uh, Big J? Garth Algreth? Nope. Algreth? Nope. Algar? Algar. And Wayne? Stefinski? Nope. Campbell. So even when he is Stavinsky. told, there's yeah. zero retention from Big J about anything. But that does leave you with the floor, sir. Uh, hey, you know what? Friday is a big day in the world of coffee, Nick, because uh, Starbucks uh, is rolling out their red plastic reusable holiday-themed cup that you can get limited supplies, of course, as they introduce their holiday lineup of drinks. Uh, what is the attraction to this? Uh, it's an actually, it's a really nice cup. Okay, still. Yep. Is it just a? Re- it's, it's just a, the yearly design that they do. do you yeah. Get, like discounts yeah. if you bring it to them, or uh, I don't know about that. You get to keep. Those? Some people like to have cups, collector collect cups, collector cups. Are you one of those people? Sure. How many do you have? Seventy-five hundred. Uh, he doesn't have any of them. He doesn't do any. Of them. I have one, but that's. Do you reuse it? Yeah, of course, all the time. Uh, check out the eggnog latte. Sounds. Delicious. Gross. Morning after with Nick and Big J. <laughs> we will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X